Hello everyone and welcome back to episode number one of, well, season two of Tranche Up. I am rejoined by... Liam. Hey Liam. Uh, yeah, we haven't switched her up yet. That's for next season. Uh, <laughs> we are also joined by Alan Ball from Texel. Hey, Alan. Hi, guys. Now, Alan, you are an extremely active participant in the credit insurance space. So, you know, we all know you. Everyone knows you and loves you. Uh, <laughs> um, but can you tell us a bit about what you do and your role at Texel, please? So, um, Texel is a credit insurance broker. So we act for our clients. Our clients generally consist of large banks, corporates, uh, traders, asset managers, and we place credit insurance uh, for those clients. Um, specifically what I do is I head up what is called the Structured and Bespoke Solutions Team. And we focus on the placement of credit risk where the means of the risk transfer is more structured, niche and bespoke than what is typically placed in the wider credit market or where the underlying is particularly specialist, niche, structured or bespoke. And that often encompasses um, a lot of work in the world of SRT. That's fantastic. And you talk about placing credit insurance. I'm sure that will mean a lot to some of our listeners. But for those of them not so familiar, could you give us a bit more background on credit insurance and, and actually how it's starting to become more relevant in this market? Yeah, sure. Um, so what I'd say is the credit insurance market is a very well-established market. Um, it's, it, it's, it's obviously very well known and understood by people who are active in it, but if you're not active in it, uh, as you touch on Leanne, then it can seem a, bit, a little bit mysterious. Um, the credit insurance market became really active and well established um, when Basel II came into force. And Basel II provided for credit risk mitigation in the form of a guarantee. And the insurance industry realized that with a few tweaks to an insurance policy, an insurance policy could act as a guarantee and provide regulatory capital relief to banks. So the market really blew up around 2006, 2007, and has grown from strength to strength uh, since then. Um, credit insurance plays a role in the world of synthetic securitization because around the time of the coming into force of the revised securitization framework, banks started to look at whether there may be counterparties who may be interested in taking the mezzanine trenches and given the background of credit insurers already working with banks and their risk appetite, that was quite a good match. And from the conversations developed and we are where we are today. That's great. And, and certainly that um, tallies up with what we've seen in the market, which is so much more interest in, in the insurance part of it and placing those, those mezz tranches. So then how do you, Alan Ball, feature in all of this? What is what is the job of a broker? Because I think, again, a lot of people will understand you know, the moving parts and, and how insurance can play a really important role in the market. But how do brokers help make all of this happen? What would your role in an SRT transaction be? So I, I'd say fundamentally, and, and, and sometimes new users of insurance get brokers confused with the underwriters. And we as a broker act in the best interest of our client, who is usually the issuing bank. And our sole purpose is to get the best possible pricing terms and execution for our clients on a transaction. So wherever they're looking for credit insurance, that's our sole purpose. Um, in terms of what that looks like in practice, a lot of it is project management. Um, a lot of that involves looking at the project timeline, seeing the gating issues, flagging them ahead of time so that everyone has a good experience. Um, 
We also have, within our team at Texel, um, we've got a lot of specialist knowledge, so we like to add value through structuring input. That can mean drafting of wordings, um, proposing structures to mitigate some of the tax implications of buying insurance. And then commercially, we, we look at getting best execution for our clients. So that may mean focusing on one or two specialist insurers, depending on the asset class, or it may be that we advise them that actually it's a really good idea to introduce a lot of pricing competition into this particular transaction. And so we manage that process, and that involves sometimes educating insurers who may be less familiar with SRT, but that's ultimately with a view to making them a counterparty for our clients and getting the insurance market as interested and as enthusiastic as possible about our, our clients' transactions. Okay, that was really, really helpful. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, and that seems to be, I mean, you're, you're covering a lot in practice, right? Mm -hmm. So what are some of the challenges that you've come across when you're working as a broker on these transactions? Um, so I, I would say a lot of it stems from market practice. So if you look at the SRT market, that's well established being active for you know, 15, 20 years. Um, the guys who are active in, in, in that world, they have their own market practices, their own ways of doing things. Everyone knows everyone, and that informs their worldview as to how to approach a transaction. The credit insurance market is the same, but it's developed in a kind of its own ecosystem. So there's market practice that exists with credit insurers. And one of the challenges is joining up the two different worlds it's like if you take, I don't know, if you look at, say, Australasia, where the animals there developed their own kind of tools and features, and then you look at, say, Africa, the animals there developed their own tools and features. Neither one is better. They're just different. And so if you want to get your kind of kangaroos to speak to your lions, then you have to have a lot of interface and understand the idiosyncrasies of the market. And I think sometimes when you work with banks or insurers, the old adage of if you've got a hammer everything looks like a nail um, so everyone pulls off the tool that they're used to using and says well it should work like this and as the broker it's trying to get the kind of the meeting of the minds and the respect and understanding between the the two sectors to ultimately get a, a transaction um, closed for our for our clients so I, i'd say that that's probably one of the, the biggest challenges nice analogy yeah. i like the the animals <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if the brokers are the kangaroos or the lions. Oh, <laughs> controversial <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Alan. That, that's really helpful. I think that brings us very nicely to Leanne's question. Yes, so because we are very lovely people, we do tend to ask our podcast guests what they're comfortable with us asking them. And Alan, for the record, said we could ask anything we wanted, um, but I won't, be too, I won't be too mean here. But I do think it's quite nice just to get a glimpse into somebody's life away from their, their day job in SRT. So I was going to ask you what your kind of perfect Saturday is. It um, I quite like my barbecuing. Oh, so great. Getting a big piece of meat from the butcher. Um, I've got one of these green egg. Oh, um, I've got one too. It keeps okay. my husband happy even in the rain. It's yeah. great. Yeah, so I've, I've, got, I've got the barbecue bucks and uh, I, I guess trying a slow cooker, a brisket, quite often failing and um, or, fa you know, um, a T-bone. I, I can usually pull off a T-bone quite well. Um, so yeah, improving my barbecue skills with that my wife. That is great. And, and now, dog. do you know there is a new big green egg cooking cookery cookery book cookbook? Um, I know that because it's actually my husband's birthday today, and I bought it for him. Oh really? Is so it? spoiler: when he definitely listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I have no, I really have no credentials when it comes to cooking, but uh, I do like my home delivery. Well, at least we know now that, you know, Alan is well placed to host our next SRT get together. Fantastic. SRT barbecue. <laughs> well, listeners, sorry, you're not invited to that, but we let you know how that goes in the future. Anyway, thank you so much for listening in and we'll be back with the next episode um, in a few weeks. Uh, until then, uh, stay happy, enjoy spring and keep tranching. Thank <laughs> you.